Hello and welcome to the Focus Church Podcast. Here you can find all our weekly messages. We trust that God will speak to you today. Enjoy the message. Well, hello. Welcome to Focus Church. My name is Mike Santiago. I'm so honored that you will take some time out of, I know, your very, very busy schedule to spend it with us here at Focus Church. In the comment section below, I would love to hear where you're watching from, and I want to see pictures of pets. I want to see your dog watching this sermon this week. This Sunday is Bring Your Pet to Church Sunday. So in the comment section below, I want to see you and your pet worshiping. I want to see you and your pet shouting me down. You can tag me on Instagram at Mike Santiago, at Mike Santiago on Instagram. Share it on your story. I want to see pets, dogs, bearded dragons, turkeys, geese, everyone and anyone uh, that might be joining us online. It is Palm Sunday today. Palm Sunday is the beginning of Holy Week, and we are so looking forward to the fact that our Christ, our Lord, our Messiah, Jesus, does not stay in the tomb. He is alive and he is risen. And Palm Sunday is the Sunday where we look at his triumphant entry. So if you have a copy of God's Word or if you want to open up a new tab on your laptop or computer, Go to the Bible app. You can follow along. We're going to be in Matthew 21 today. Matthew 21. Matthew 21. We're going to be looking at Jesus' triumphant entry. I cannot tell you how much I miss being with you. I want to invite you to join us on Wednesday nights for pause. It's our prayer experience. Every Wednesday night at 7, thousands of people are tuning in from all around the world. We're able to pray and go before God on your behalf. If you have any needs, you can email those needs. You can text those needs in. You can engage with us in the comment section. That's that's on Wednesday nights, and uh, we would love for you to to join us. Also, as you continue to give, we're able to be a light in the darkness and we're able to see people experience life change through Christ all around the world. So if you at any time during this uh, experience uh, feel blessed by God, feel compelled to give, feel feel the need to begin to sow a seed into the ministry of Focus Church, you can go to givetofocus.com. I want to thank you for your consistency and generosity. God is blessing our church. God is continuing to change lives despite the social distance we are as close as we've ever been to God as a church and we're grateful for all the life groups that are meeting in zoom chats and FaceTime calls and everything that's happening around uh, our our community I just got done doing uh, my grandmother's funeral a very unique time unprecedented times we had uh, different time zones and different countries and different places around the world joining in and I just uh, I, I was able to sync up my family for us to celebrate the life of my grandmother, Judy Santiago, who went to be with the Lord on uh, the morning of April 1st. And I was able to sync our entire family up with the technology that our church has. And so when you give, you enable people to mourn in new ways like never before. You enable us to see people people's lives change like never before. And to God be the glory, we're able to experience focused worship Man, those new worship songs are blessing my soul. Matthew 21, beginning in verse 1, it reads as this, As Jesus and the disciples approached Jerusalem, they came to 
the town of Bethpage on the Mount of Olives. Jesus sent two of them ahead. Go into the village. Distance yourself from us. Go into the village over there, he said. As soon as you enter it, you will see a donkey tied there with its colt beside it. Untie them and bring them to me. If anyone asks what you are doing, just say the Lord needs them. God will call you to do something so bizarre. God will call you to do something so strange. God will call you to do something so unique. The only way for these disciples to receive those instructions is for them to have been close. The more crazy the call, the closer you are to God because he's able to speak to you directly and he doesn't have to yell at you from a distance. If anyone asks what you're doing, it would say the Lord needs them and he will immediately let you take them. This took place to fulfill the prophecy that said, Tell the people of Jerusalem, look, your king is coming to you. He is humble, riding on a donkey, riding on a donkey's colt. Verse 6, the two disciples did as Jesus commanded. If there was any time to be obedient, it is right now. If there is any time to not waver in your obedience, to do what Jesus says to do, as bizarre as it may seem, as weird as it may sound, as unique as it might be, now are the times to find the donkeys that he has called you to untie and to be obedient to him and to do as Jesus commanded. Verse 7, they brought the donkey and the colt to him and they threw their garments over the colt and he sat on it. Most of the crowd spread their garments on the road ahead of them and others cut branches from the trees and spread them on the road. Jesus was in the center Jesus was in the center of the procession. May Jesus be at the center of whatever is going on in your life. Can I get an amen in the comment section today? May Jesus be positioned at the center of the procession. Whatever you are trying to do, whatever things that you were trying to accomplish, whatever sorrow you have, whatever joy you are going through, may Jesus be at the center. You know that song? Jesus at the center of it all. I don't want to break the stream. Jesus at the center of it all. One day we'll be back together. You won't have to suffer with that. And the people all around him were shouting, Praise God for the Son of David. Blessings on the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Praise God in the highest heaven. Let's say that together at all of our locations, at every living room, at every coffee table, in every kitchen, in every master bedroom. Praise God for the son of David. Blessings on the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Praise God in the highest heaven. Verse 10, the entire city of Jerusalem was in an uproar as he entered. Who is this? They asked. And the crowds replied, verse 11, it's Jesus, the prophet from Nazareth in Galilee. Let's pray. Father, thank you for sending Jesus. Thank you for sending him to come to rescue us. Oh, we needed your son's deliverance. We needed the Messiah's ability to take away our sins. We could not live without him, and we are grateful for Jesus today. May he come into our life. May he change who we are in these interesting times and in these interesting seasons. May he, Jesus, be at the center. 
the center of our life, at the center of our quarantine, at the center of our fears, at the center of our doubt, at the center of our struggle. Jesus, put yourself in the middle of our parade. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. John, just stay with me today. I'd like to talk to you today from the subject, Packed Parades and Empty Tombs. Packed Parades and Empty Tombs. My question that I asked myself as I was looking at Palm Sunday, as I was looking at the triumphant entry of Jesus, as I was looking at this narrative, is why is it so easy to praise him during the parade, but even easier to deny him while he's on the cross? I'm going to say that one more time for the people in the back. Why is it so easy to praise him during the parade, but even easier to deny him on the cross. They were saying, praise God, son of David, blessings on the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Praise God in the highest heaven. They were chanting his praises at the parade, but they were denying him as he hung on the cross. Why is it so easy for me to praise him when it's good, but even easier for me to deny him or fall away when it's bad? Why is it that I can serve God on a mountaintop, but I struggle giving him glory in the valley? Why is it that he can get all the glory and all the honor during the parade, but I will deny him around a fire? I will deny him as the rooster crows while he's hanging on the cross. See, there was a crowd at his entrance, but there was hardly anyone at his tomb. See, you not only are following God for the good times, but you also are following God for the bad times. You not only follow Jesus for what he did as he entered into the city, but you also are there to follow Jesus as he was working in the tomb to rob the keys from death and the grave. You must follow Jesus not only in the mountaintop seasons when the economy is good, when you still had your job, when you could let your kids go to school and get a little bit of a break, but you also must serve God in the valley moments. You must also serve Jesus when it's dark. You must also serve Jesus when there's nothing else left to do but give him praise. Why is it so easy to praise him during the parade, but even easier to deny him on the cross? It is because it is easier to associate the king it's easier to associate with the king that has come to my rescue than it is for me to stay by his side when it looks like he might not have been who he said he was. Why? Why, when things are good, are we more likely to publicly give him praise? But when things are bad, we will privately neglect our relationship with God. It is easier for us to have faith in a king that we can see. It's easier for us to have faith in a king that we can see than it is for to us to trust someone who we can't see. Well, I'm preaching to somebody today. You can only trust God when you can see him at work. I want to challenge you to just trust God at all times, even when you can't see him, even when you can't feel him. Just because he's no longer on a donkey triumphantly entering into the city, just because there's no longer branches being said and Hosanna being sung, 
just because you cannot see him doesn't mean he's not at work. My prayer is to not only celebrate his triumph, but also to not disappear during his trial. Oh, I, I want to let you know that my prayer is to not only celebrate his triumph like the crowd did, but to also be there in the trial like very few. We love to associate and attach ourselves to the triumph of his entrance, but it takes genuine faith to believe in him after his ascension. Oh, it's easy for me to believe in a tangible God that has made things happen. It's easy for me to believe in God when I can be in community and the songs are good and the church buildings are filled. It's easy for me to love God when I can see my kids worshiping at, at Focus Kids. It is harder to believe in a God when I don't feel him and when I don't see him. But my faith is being stretched and my life is being challenged and my, my the testing of my faith will produce more in this season that I can't see him than when I can see him. I came to preach to someone today that just like the parade version of Jesus. You just want the triumphant entry version of Jesus. You just want Jesus on a donkey, but I came to tell you that you need the Jesus on a cross and you need the Jesus in a tomb and you need the Jesus that is seated at the right hand of the Father. The Jesus that came in on a donkey is great. But that wasn't all he did for us. He did so much more. I find myself loving the peaks and then neglecting the valleys, but I want to let you know that he is the God of the triumphant entry and he is also the God of the ascension into heaven and you must worship him during seasons of both. He's the God of both. He's not just the God uh, of gathering together corporately. He's also the God of personal relationship. He's not just the God of when the music is to your liking. He's also the God of when you just have to YouTube something and find a song for yourself. He's also the God of, of both. He's the God that was on the donkey and worthy to be praised. He was also the God on the cross that was taking away the sins of the world. He was also the God in the tomb that went down to Hades and grabbed the keys of, the, of death and the grave so that you and I would not have to die and I serve the God that ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he hasn't moved a muscle during this quarantine and during this crisis. I serve the God of both. I serve the God of both. My prayer is to not just lay down branches seasonally, but to also carry my cross daily. My, my prayer is that I wouldn't just be the one that celebrates him on Palm Sunday, but that I would also be found in my prayer closet on Tuesday. Oh, I felt the Lord on that. I pray that you would not be someone that just celebrates God publicly, but that you would praise him and worship him and pray to him privately. This is not a relationship with God just so that you can boast. This is not a relationship with God just so that you can publicly declare that you are a Christian. All of those things are good. All of those things are fine. But who are you when he is in the tomb? Who are you when he is on the cross? It is easy to worship a God that you can see. It is easy to celebrate the Jesus that comes in 
in on a donkey fulfilling prophecy. But will you worship him when you can't see him? Will you worship him when you can't find him? Will you worship him when you haven't felt him in a long time? I came to preach to someone today that he is the God of the mountaintop, but he is also the God of the valley. He is the God of your success, but he is also the God of your suffering. He is the God of your miracle. He is also the God of the mundane. It doesn't take goosebumps for me to worship him. I don't need a special song for him to, for me to worship him. I don't even need a crowd of people for me to worship him. I can worship him whether he's in the middle of my parade or in the tomb or at the right hand of the Father. He is good and he is God at all times. Bless the Lord at all times. His praises will forever be on my lips. Come trial or triumph, I will worship Jesus. Come trial or triumph, I will give him praise. They thought that they had celebrated someone that ended up terminated. But I want to let you know he was not dead for long. And as we approach Holy Week, as we approach what the, what the Spaniards call Semana Santa, Holy Week, as we celebrate Passover this Wednesday night during our prayer time, I want to let you know that God is not dead and he is not done. The Passover is not just something to be remembered and then forgotten. It is something to be relived and experienced every single day. It is so much easier to praise him on payday. It's so much easier to praise him on the mountaintop. But he is the God of your valley right now. He is the God of your suffering right now. And he knows what you need. Lean into him with the kids screaming in the background. Lean into him. When you don't know what you're going to do next, lean into him. When you can't find a job, lean into him. When the unemployment line is busy and you can't get a hold of anyone to help you, lean into him. He is available. If you stumbled across this video and this message, I want to let you know today that I trust God is with you even when you can't see it. And I know many that are watching, hundreds that are watching, thousands that might be watching, are suffering in ways and they're losing hope. Don't lose hope. We don't just serve the God of the parade. We serve the God of the promise that he will never leave us nor forsake us. He'll never abandon us and he is with us always. I love you so much, church, and I miss you greatly. It is with great joy that I get to pray with you today. And if you don't know the Lord, I want you to know, if you stumbled across this video, you have never received Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Our prayer team is ready. Though we cannot pray with you in person, we will pray with you right now in the comment section. All you need to do is say, I need Jesus. In the comment section, if you are not saved, if you've never met the Lord, if you are ready for that relationship in your life, for you to be able to go through the mountaintops and the valleys with the Savior of the world, the one who sent his son to die for your sins, if that is you today, just write, I need Jesus in the comment section below. Just write, I need Jesus. I know that I needed him when I was eight years old and I came to an altar call that my grandfather gave in a service that it was just like this one. It was an in-person service, but it's the same thing where he preached the gospel message about how Jesus died on a cross and that he would be there for me in the good times and in the bad and that I could commit my life to him and my eternal destiny would be shifted forever. And if that's you, I just want you to know that if you write, I need Jesus in the comment section, I want you to know how proud we are of you. 
we're here to pray for you. There are people assigned to pray with you right now to make sure that you're followed up with. We don't have much else to do right now except for to, to disciple you, to, to walk you through what it means to follow Jesus on this journey. And it would be a great joy to pray with you right now as a church. Father, we thank you for your grace and your mercy that is on our lives. We don't really know what the future holds, but we know that you hold the future. And we thank you for coming to earth we thank you for the parade that took place on Palm Sunday. And we say, Hosanna. We say, glory to God. We say, praise be to God, the son of David. But we also are here with you the entire week. We're here with you on Good Friday. We're here with you on Silent Saturday. And we will rejoice with you on Easter Sunday. We will not give up because we love you forever. For those that just gave their life to Christ, just ask Jesus into your heart right now. Say, Jesus, come into my heart change my life. I repent of my sins and I give you my life. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's sermon. I love you and I miss you so much. And I will see you very soon. Join us this Wednesday night for Pause the Prayer Experience, Wednesday night at seven o'clock. God bless. Thank you for joining us for today's podcast. This ministry is made possible because of the generosity of many people just like you. To partner with us, you can click the link in our description or visit www.givetofocus.com. If you like this podcast, you can subscribe now and share it with a friend. For more inspirational content, subscribe to our YouTube channel, www.youtube.com slash Join us next week for another incredible message.